In uncertain days, it is important to remember that our world is getting ready to meet God. We are all getting ready to meet Him. The King is coming. Today, we join Scott Pauley in walking through the final book of the Bible, the revelation of Jesus Christ. A word spoken in due season, how good it is. That's what Proverbs 15 verse 23 says. And we're reminded of that as we come back to our study in Revelation 22, the power of one good word. And not just a good word. No, this is God's word. Now, there are many of them in Revelation 22, but there's one that I want to zero in on today. We're in the opening verses still of this last chapter of the Bible. We've come down now to verse 6 and verse 7 where the Bible says, And he said unto me, These sayings are faithful and true. And the Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show unto his servants the things which must shortly be done. Behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keepeth the sayings of the prophecy of this book. There's a lot in these two verses. Do you see all the characters in verse number 6? There is the Lord God. Aren't you glad he's the one sending the message? And he is faithful and true. So because he's faithful and true, his word is faithful and true. Now, there are the holy prophets. That's a reference, of course, to all of the prophets through all of the ages of history who told and foretold about the coming of the Lord and the, the eternal kingdom. We're coming to the culmination, the climax of it all. Praise God for that. Then there's the angel, literally the messenger, that is delivering this message. We know from a human standpoint that that messenger is John, led of the Holy Spirit. And then we have his servants. That's us. Don't you love to find yourself in Scripture? To show unto his servants the things which must shortly be done. He gives this word, Behold, I come quickly. I'll remind you that statement is found three times in Revelation 22. It's found in verse 7, in verse 12, and in verse 20. Three times a reminder that he's coming each time he uses the word quickly. Uh, that's, a, that's a reminder of how he's coming. He's coming quickly. And then there's a word used uh, in one place in verse 20, surely I come quickly. That's a word uh, answering the question if he's coming. Oh yes, surely he's coming. But the word I want to zero in on today is not the word quickly, not the word surely. It is the little word shortly. If quickly is a word of application and surely is a word of assurance, then shortly is a word of anticipation. When's he coming? The answer? Shortly. That's not a definite time, but it is a definite promise. I'm thinking back now to my, my boyhood and the long road trips with the family on vacation or traveling somewhere and being tired of being in the car, ready to get out, ready to be there, and saying to Dad, how much longer, Dad? And Oh, I hate that dreaded word, he would say. Shortly, we'll be there shortly. He didn't give an exact hour or minute, but he just said shortly. It seems so vague at the time, but I want you to know that though the word may sound vague to a child, to the father, it's very definite. The word shortly is used 15 times in Scripture, and this is where it is finally leading us to Christ coming. Revelation 22, verse number 6, the things which must shortly be done. 
Now, friends, you may not know God's timing. Remember, it's not for you to know the times or the seasons. The Father put in His own power. There's much we do not know. But though you may not know His timing, you do know His character. And you know if He says He's coming shortly, He is coming shortly. Let me point something out. Would you go back in your Bible to the first chapter in Revelation? This is where we started long ago in our study of this amazing book. And listen to Revelation 1 verse 1. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto Him, to show unto His servants things which must shortly come to pass. You should mark in your Bible Revelation 1.1, the word shortly, and Revelation chapter 22 and verse number 6, the word shortly, because like bookends on the book, on the final prophecy, God uses this word. What is this word shortly? Well, let me just give you two or three thoughts today. First of all, shortly is a word of expectancy. It means something's coming, someone's coming. We have something to look forward to. See, friends, shortly, I'm going to see Jesus. 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse number 14 says, Knowing that shortly I must put off this my tabernacle, even as our Lord Jesus Christ hath showed me. See, shortly I'm leaving this body. I may do so by death, or I may, I may do so by the way of the rapture, but shortly I'm leaving this world for another world. I'm leaving this temporary home for an eternal home. Shortly I will see Jesus one way or another. It's not only a word of expectancy, it's a word of example. If you study the little word shortly, get a concordance and look up all the times where you have the word shortly used, it gives you a little key in how it's used throughout Scripture because it always leads to something. There's an example given to us. For example, the first mention of the word is in Genesis 41 verse 32. And it was about Joseph. Do you remember Joseph preparing for the seven years of famine that were coming? And he said to Pharaoh, it's going to happen shortly. Think of this. The first time the word shortly was used was in anticipation of a seven-year period. Well, friends, shortly there's another seven-year period coming on this earth, another famine. Unlike anything this world has ever seen, a, a tribulation period. Now, when is Christ coming? When is all this going to happen? Shortly. Ezekiel chapter 7. The word is used related to judgment on Judah. Shortly the end is coming. Shortly a new morning was coming, Ezekiel said. Well, I say the same thing is true today. There's an end and there's a, a new day dawning. Uh, three times the Apostle Paul promises uh, that he's going to come to people shortly. In, in the church at Corinth, to the Philippians, 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 14, it's related to Paul's coming. Oh, but there's a greater one coming than Paul. This is not just a man, the God-man, the author and finisher of our faith is coming shortly. 3 John, verse 14, uh, John told Gaius, I'm going to see you face to face shortly. Now, my point is this, that every time the word shortly is used through Scripture, there's an example of something. It's used repeatedly for the end of a thing, whether good or bad, and the beginning of something new, the arrival, the appearance of someone or something. And I'm telling you that very shortly, this is all going to be over, and we're going to see Jesus face to face. And finally, I would say to you that shortly is a word of encouragement. Do you remember the last time we studied, we read a verse in Romans 16, verse 20, where the Bible says that God will bruise Satan under our feet shortly. I don't know about you. That's a real encouragement to me. Shortly, Satan's defeat is coming. You see, shortly not only refers to him coming soon, but how quickly he's going to dispose of the devil, this world, and all evil when he comes. God's going to make short work of this world. 
so shortly ought to be a great encouragement to you today. Any moment the Lord may arrive. Can I just throw one more in for good measure today? Shortly is not only a word of expectancy and example and encouragement, but let me leave you with this. It's also really a word of exhortation. You see, it ought to challenge us, not just comfort us. Because shortly, all of our opportunities are going to be over. Shortly, our work is going to end. And shortly, we're going to give an account to God. In Kensington Gardens in London, there's an elevated clock with four dials facing each direction. And under each, this inscription, Time flies. May I say to you, time does fly. And shortly, time will be over. Time will be no more. And we will be in eternity. And then... We'll have no more opportunity to do the things we should have done here. What is it the Holy Spirit's telling you right now you need to do? Could I encourage you? Do it quickly because Jesus is coming shortly. The purpose of all Scripture is to see God. In Revelation, the curtain is pulled back and we are reminded not to simply look at world events, but to look to Christ. We hope you will join us next time as Scott Pauley continues our study through this amazing book of the Bible. You may also join us right now for additional studies and a library of helpful resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. You will find several new features at our online home, and we trust they will be a blessing to you as you walk with God. Plan to visit us each day at enjoyingthejourney.org, and we look forward to returning to Revelation on our next broadcast. Keep your eyes on Christ and look up. The King is coming.